hello everyone welcome back to another podcast episode my name is daria white thank you all so much for tuning in i hope you guys have had an amazing weekend we are who knows how many days before christmas but we are getting close and i wanted to go ahead and get this episode out because this was a question that came to mind and as you know here at single plus we talk about dating relationships other biblical topics in between and anything else that God places on my heart to share with you all. And before I get to today's episode, if you haven't registered for four things keeping you single, I encourage you to go ahead and register. The link will be in the description for this episode for you to save your spot. And even if you can't be there when it launches officially on February 5th, 2022, if you save the link, you'll be able to watch the replay. And if you're kind of curious as to what will the conference be about, you can go to my blog, mysingleplus.com and click on the post that says sneak preview of the conference. So you can kind of check it out just to kind of see if this is something for you and definitely pray about it. I definitely want this to be something that the Lord leads you to do. But for today, In terms of a topic, something that we're going to be discussing, this has really been on my mind recently because on one side of the spectrum, I hear of people that want to be in a relationship. You want to meet your person. You want to spend the rest of your life with someone. And that could range from people who are in their early 20s, people who are in the 30s and 40s, and then some of you who may be 50 and up who maybe were in a relationship that didn't work out. Maybe you're divorced or let's say you've never been on a date and you're 40. That happens too. So don't feel like you're an oddball out here. It happens. Everybody's journey is different. But I want to ask the question, are you as ready as you think you are? And I'll explain because a lot of us think that a relationship is what we've seen in the movies. <laughs> we've seen the romantic comedies. We've read the books. We've read all these happily ever afters. And for some of us, not all of us, but for some of us, we think that's how a relationship is going to be. I'm going to meet someone, boom, instant chemistry. I'm going to be swept off my feet. It's going to be us getting to know each other, having fun, having adventures. And then before I know it, I'm going to be in love and we're both going to know. And I'm just going to spend the rest of my life with this person forever. For some of us, that's how we think. That's how we grew up. That's how our mind was, you know, formed, you know, with all of the stuff that we saw in the entertainment world. But let me emphasize that is in the entertainment world. Yes, I love a good fiction story like anybody. I personally do write fiction. So I am going to write a happily ever after with my characters. But that doesn't mean that that is real life. So can we separate what's real versus what's for entertainment? because it's not going to happen that way. Let's say you do meet someone, there may not be an instant spark. It may take a couple of dates before you feel the connection and the chemistry. But should you write that person off after one date? Now, if they're just a total, you know, if they're just completely disrespectful, they have no regards for your boundaries, they're just inappropriate, then yeah, you can like, okay, I don't want to talk to this person again. I felt very uncomfortable. Yes, cut it off after the first date. But let's say that they were nervous. Let's say you know, they kind of stumbled over their words. Let's say they were a little bit awkward. Just because it's awkward doesn't mean that you need to write this person off completely thinking, well, this must not be it because I didn't feel a spark. And I'm not saying that you have to force yourself to like this person. But I would, I, but what I am saying is that sometimes it takes time for that slow burn to develop. I was listening to a video from Kate Warman from The Heart of Dating, and she really emphasized the difference between spark 
and a slow burn. And that really resonated with me. It's like a lot of us write people off way too quickly after the first date, after the second date. Now, if you've gone past date uh, date four and into five and you're still not feeling it, then okay. You're like, you know what? I've enjoyed getting to know you. I've enjoyed spending time with you, but I'm personally not feeling this. And I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to lead you on. So I hope and pray that you find what you're looking for. Do it graciously. Don't ghost them. Don't ghost them. Now, again, if it was only one date and they were inappropriate, yeah, you don't have to say anything. But if you've taken the time to talk with them, have conversations with them, if there's been some type of communication that has been consistent, I do think that there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, I've enjoyed getting to know you. I think you're an awesome person. I'm personally not feeling it, but I did not want to disrespect you and not say anything. So I wanted to just let you know up front. And they may not like it because they may feel the sting of rejection. Let's just be real. The sting of rejection is real. But I do believe that they will respect you because at least you told them. You didn't leave them hanging. You didn't just not say anything at all. And we're all adults here, okay? So we could have a conversation. Yes, it may be awkward. Yes, it may be weird. But when I ask the question, are you as ready as you think you are? Relationships are so much more than what we see on TV and in movies and books, It's so much more than having the fun dates. It's so much more than having someone to talk to. It's so much more than having someone that you can say you're in a relationship with on Facebook because a lot of us just want to change our Facebook status from single to in a relationship to engaged or to married. I get it. It's a legit feeling. But do we really know what a relationship entails? Do we really know what a godly marriage entails if that is a desire of yours? And I highly encourage you, It is an older sermon, but there are two parts to it, but it's from Redefine TV with Pastor Jerry Flowers and his wife, Tanisha Flowers. And the topic of it is, are you sure you want to be married? I believe there's a part one and a part two. And there's even a sermon called Things I Wish I Knew Before I Got Married. So I highly encourage you to go to their YouTube channel and watch those videos because we need to know what we're getting into. Before we make the commitment, we need to know what we're committing to, even In the opening part of the vows, it says in marriage that marriage should not be taken lightly, but sober mindedly in the fear of God. You need to know what you're doing. You need to know who you're saying I do to. God takes vows seriously. God swore by himself. Okay, like he God when when God makes promises, we know that he's going to come through on them. So we can't just make a promise or say a vow and not follow through. And I'm not saying for those of you that have been divorced that you didn't mean the vows when you said it. This is not to bring condemnation in any way. But for a lot of us, we don't know what we're getting into because we're caught up in infatuation. We're just tired of being lonely. So just realize that a relationship is so much more than surface level stuff. It's so much more than attraction. It's so much more than having fun. You're going to have to be vulnerable with this person, meaning you're going to have to be willing to show your flaws. Because none of us are perfect. We all have something that we need to work on. We all have something that we need to improve on. So you're going to have to be honest and say, yeah, this is what happened in my past. Are you ready to share that with someone? And you can't just tell that to everybody because you need to make sure that you're doing your due diligence and being discerning. Has this person a relationship with the Lord? Do you see the fruit in their lives? Are they practicing love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control? Are they consistent in their walk with God? Because you can't just share your past with everybody. But as you're getting to know this person, you're like, okay, I believe there's someone I can trust. Let me be vulnerable. And are they being vulnerable with you? So don't just tell everything on your side and they're not willing to share anything with you. So relationships require vulnerability. It requires risk. 
Are you willing to take the risk? Some of us are so afraid of being hurt again that we'll keep ourselves closed off. Now, I'm not saying to be just naive and let it all out there on the first or second date. I'm not saying that, but a little at a time, are you letting your guard down? Because if you've asked God for this relationship and he's finally sending you someone or he's bringing someone into your life, then it's not fair for this person to give you their all in a sense. And you're only giving a little bit thinking, well, you know, if it doesn't work out, at least I won't get hurt or I'll just hold back a little bit because I don't know. Again, yes, use wisdom, use discretion, use discernment. But you need to do your part as well. I need to do my part as well. It's not fair. This is supposed to be a mutual relationship. And if one person is doing more work than the other, then that's not a mutual relationship. That's just one person taking and taking and taking while the other one is giving. And no one is happy in that type of a relationship. Some of us, we've been in relationships like that, where we were the one that was giving and giving and giving and all the other person did was take, 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 take. And we felt depleted. We felt taken advantage of. So ask yourself, am I ready to be vulnerable? Am I ready to share parts of my past? Am I ready to share the things that I still struggle with, that I still have to deal with? Am I ready to show the things that maybe still I feel embarrassed about? Things that happened to me that I'm not proud of. Am I ready to share that with someone? Because if this is going to lead to a marriage, then your spouse is going to be living with you 24-7. Y'all are going to be in the same house. You can't hide stuff in a marriage. Marriage exposes you. I was listening to a sermon by the late Dr. Miles Monroe, and he did a teaching on singleness. It's like marriage exposes you. Whatever it is that you think you're hiding now, that your friends don't know about, that your family doesn't know about, those struggles that you don't want to tell anybody, but God, your spouse is going to find out all of that. And if you're not ready to let that be seen, then there may still need to be some work done in this season of singleness, things that you need to heal from, things that God still needs to do a work in you. Maybe it does require Christian counseling for you to just go back into those areas of your, of your childhood to, again, deal with it, heal from it. But it requires vulnerability. A relationship requires that. It also requires compromise. Now, that doesn't mean that you're giving up your morals and your integrity. It just means that, look, this other person has another way of seeing things. They have a different perspective. They grew up differently. I can't come into this saying it's my way or the highway. My way is always right. I can't come in thinking, well, we're going to do this my way. If you just do what I say, we'll be happy. No, this is not about that. This is about you and this person. Should you guys get married? If that is the Lord's will. Okay. It's not my way or your way. It's our way. It's now we, us, and ours, not me, myself, and I. And if you don't have the mentality to where you can listen to someone else's point of view, or if you're so stuck in your ways that you're not willing to hear anybody, no one can tell you anything, no one can correct you in love, then that's something that needs to be worked on too. And for a lot of us, we're very independent. We have our own way of doing things. We like how things are done. And when someone comes along, we want them to... Uh, adapt to our agenda versus like, you know what, why don't we find something that works for the both of us? I'll give a little here, you give a little here. Again, it's not about um, compromising your morals or integrity. I'm not saying that you need to compromise your faith to be with this person. But what I am saying is with the other things, the little things, does it always have to be your way all the time? That is going to be something that you have to take into consideration. And even in one of the uh, sermon teachings with Pastor Jerry Flowers and his wife, Tanisha, they really talked about the importance of fasting. And if you don't fast regularly, they were like, look, you need to get used to fasting. That is actually something that the believers should be doing anyway. Fasting on a regular basis, telling your flesh no, disciplining yourself 
to where you're turning down the volume of your flesh so that you can be in tune with the voice of God. So fasting trains our flesh to get used to the word. No, no, it's not going to be my way all the time. No, I'm not going to always try to, you know, bamboozle my way in and do things how I want to do it. So fasting is the Lord's way of helping us train ourselves so that our flesh knows, hey, my spirit man is in lead, not you. I'm listening to what God is telling me to do, not you. And that doesn't mean that you will slip up sometimes, but you're training your flesh. You're training your flesh. You're offering your body as a living sacrifice to God, holy and acceptable, which is the least you can do, our reasonable service. So vulnerability, compromise, and I would even say forgiveness. I believe that was something else that they said in the sermon. If you're used to holding grudges, And if you're used to holding things over people's heads and you get into it with your significant other, your future spouse, and you don't know how to forgive, then yeah, you're going to let stuff fester and fester and fester. And that's just going to cause arguments later down the line that are unnecessary. And then you blow up and they're like, wait a minute, where's all this coming from? And you're still holding on to stuff that happened six weeks ago, three months ago. So learn the importance of forgiveness. And that's not just in a relationship, but that's overall, that's a commandment from God. That's in the Lord's prayer. We have to forgive and it's not for the other person. It's for us. Forgiveness gives us the power back because if not, then the person who hurt us or offended us, they keep that power and influence over us. And in the case with your spouse, they may not have done it intentionally, but if you're thinking they out to get me and all this other stuff and you're allowing the enemy to just let your mind race, then yeah. So I really wanted to come in really quick and share that with you guys. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope and pray that this blessed you as you evaluate where you want to be in a relationship. So, Father, thank you for those that are listening right now. I pray that you would keep them, bless them, help us do the hard stuff, Lord God, and look in the mirror and ask myself, am I really ready as I think I am to be in a relationship, a relationship that honors you, a relationship that gives you glory? And if not, Lord God, help us to heal, help us to do the work so that we can grow to be whole, not perfect, but whole, progressing, continuing to go towards the mark. We press towards the mark that is Jesus Christ. I thank you in Jesus name. Amen. So again, thank you all. If you haven't registered for four things, keeping you single, the link is in the description for you to do that. You can also watch a sneak preview if you want to see what it's all about. And I will talk to you all on next time. Thank you so much for letting me share. God bless.